millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. All right, folks. Welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. i got a very interesting guest. Something that you wouldn't expect on Nino's Corner, I got to say. You would never expect this, but I allow everybody to come on my platform, express their views, uh, their political views, whatever it could be. Right now, I have George Martin, who's a vegan and animal rights activist. Uh, he's more of a centrist when it comes to p- politics. Uh, he's based out of the UK. He's an organizer for We the Free. And you can reach him at activi- activism dot wtf activism.wtf george thanks for joining me man yeah thanks so much the for balls to come on here because i'm a yeah. meat eater i'm a carnivore absolutely and that's and that's whose kind of channel i want to be on you know because um i don't want to stay in an echo chamber and it's no. it's it's fantastic to be on a on a channel like yours i just want to amend one thing you mentioned activism.wtf that's the organization i volunteer for but if you want to actually contact me my website is carnismdebunked.com or you can catch me on instagram carnism underscore debunked okay carnet carnet what carnivism carnism c-a-r-r uh yeah c-a-r-n-i-s-m Debunk? Yeah, yeah. At what? Um, so the, the the website is carnismdebunked.com. And then my, my Instagram is carnism underscore debunked. That's it. Okay. Carnismdebunked.com. All right. So let's get started here. Ding, ding, ding. No, just kidding. I want <laughs> you to feel comfortable. And uh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I love controversy. And listen, I'm a meat eater. I love steaks. I love hamburgers. I've always been that way my whole life. But I also dislike cruelty to animals. I don't like trauma. I don't like uh, hurting animals. I love my dogs. I love my fish even. I even pet my fish. My goldfish let me pet them. So I love animals, man. So this is going to be, this is why I wanted to bring you on. Just because I, I know a lot of people that eat meat also love animals. And I think we need to take a hard look at what we're doing here. Mm hmm yeah it's very important especially you know we we all say that we love animals but what i guess i'm going to present to you today is that if we're not vegan we're violating our core principles there when we say we care for others when we say we care about cruelty and suffering um so what i want to convince you and your audience of today is that veganism is the most consistent way to live in accordance with those ethics and it doesn't matter what your political views are i know that most what if if you're someone like me that i just hate fucking vegetables and i don't like it you know i'm like you know i had ted nugent on my show and you know he hunts his own 
meat and he, or his, uh, his food, he, he with a bow and arrow. And to him, that's like a spiritual experience. I agree with that. And I don't think anything is to deter me from that. Now, slaughterhouses and, and herding animals, I'm, I can't get with that. So that's why I want you on here. Yeah, and uh, I really appreciate the fact that you're going to, um, you know, because most of your audience would describe themselves as truthers, and I'm going to show them the truth. I'm going to show what you're funding. When, when you buy an animal product from the store, I'm going to show the sort of stuff you'll be funding, the egg industry, the dairy industry, the pork industry, that kind of stuff. Um, so I really appreciate that you, you put me on in, such, in front of such a wide audience to show that. Absolutely. I, I, I want everyone to feel welcome on my show. And I love alternative views. I love opposing views. I want to bring more liberals on my channel. I know you're not a liberal, but I'm, I just, I, that's what I'm hoping to do. And open up conversation for everybody, because I think that's the only way you get to the truth. 100%. Yeah. And it should never be censored. You know, the truth is the truth and it's, and it's the uncomfortable truth. I'm here today to present the uncomfortable truth to people. Well, let's see if you can get me to give up meat because I've already given up alcohol. I don't drink anymore, which was fun. So <laughs> I'm not having fun anymore. So now <laughs> let's see if you can, uh, if you can get me to give, it's going to be hard, man. I love meat. I love, I love a good medium well or medium rare steak. Oh, dude. I mean, it's going to be hard for you, brother. So yeah, first off, I want to say that every single vegan before they were vegan said exactly what you said. This includes me. I have no, <laughs> I had no, we're near close to a vegan upbringing. I come from a family of non-vegans. I'm the only vegan in my family. It's the same for the vast majority of vegans. What turned me vegan was I came across a speech in 2012 called The Best Speech You Will Ever Hear by a guy called Gary Urofsky. And it completely blew open the lid of what was happening in animal agriculture, what we're doing to animals and why it's hypocritical for us to continue supporting this if we say that we care about animals. And I also wanted to just um, mention the thing you said um, about giving stuff up. Now, here's the thing what we say as vegans. With veganism, you don't give anything up. You just stop taking what isn't yours. So we're conditioned into this belief from a young age that we're entitled to the bodies of others, that animals are here for us rather than with us, right? So vegans are just saying animals aren't our slaves. Their bodies don't belong to us. Their flesh, their eggs, their milk, their wool, these belong to them. And they're not for us to take in any way. So we're not giving anything up by going vegan. Okay, but don't you believe there's certain nutrients and macronutrients that you get from meat that you cannot get from plants and vegetables? I mean, I think for a balanced diet, you got to have all of it. So there's a lot of myths surrounding the nutrition around plant-based diets. Um, I'd like to point everyone to a study called the China study. And the China study is the most comprehensive nutritional study in human history. It's conducted over about 20 years in China uh, by Oxford and Harvard scientists. I think it was in association with um, government Chinese scientists. And what they concluded was that the optimum diet for human health was a whole foods plant based diet free of animal products with a supplement for vitamin D, very important, and a supplement for B12. On the B12 thing, because a lot of your audience might say, ah, well, you know, we're not getting that naturally, whatever, by being vegan. But your food is already B12 supplemented. If you're, if you're eating a steak, right, that is a fortified food because those cows are given B12 supplements or even injected with B12. Interesting. Okay. 
Um, you know, and folks, I got to say to my audience, this is the only channel that you're going to have Ted Nugent, <laughs> Ted Nugent and George Martin on the same channel. <laughs> I just thought of that right now. I'm like, it's wow, groundbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what about, so what's your thoughts on like soy products? Yeah, so soy. Um, now, here's the thing. If people are talking about this idea that, you know, soy is harmful and all that kind of stuff i also think there's a lot of misinformation about that like the idea of like estrogens and stuff so soy actually contains what's called phytoestrogens it's not like the female hormone estrogen um there's a funny saying we have actually among vegans we say if soy made you grow boobs it would be the number one selling uh, food for women in the world right yeah it doesn't do that and with regards to the environmental stuff as well people say oh you know but what about all the deforestation and stuff you vegans are causing for soy vegans only buy like a minuscule 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 amount of the world's soy the vast majority of soy is fed to farmed animals and i think like 92 percent of deforestation caused for soy production is fed wow. to farmed animals yeah i've heard that it hires estrogen and men they give it to prisoners in prisons to hire the estrogen to lower the testosterone that's what i've heard it's all I, I don't know i have no proof on this it's just hearsay you know, I'm just trying to get you to debunk the hearsay that I hear. Like, okay, so soy products, higher estrogen in men. But I know there's chemicals out there that they're putting in food, though, that do higher estrogen and uh, that are harmful to people, correct? Yeah, so here's the thing. Um, I think, like, average testosterone levels have plummeted. I think it's 1% per year since the 80s, right? And we're kind of still trying to figure out what that is. It could be stuff to do with plastics, certain stuff in processed food, as you mentioned, stuff that they're adding. But here's the thing. That study I mentioned, the China study that concluded a plant-based diet was the optimum diet for human health. It doesn't just recommend the, the standard vegan diet that a lot of vegans like myself eat. Like I eat a lot of junk food, right? I love my burgers, my pizza. We, the vegans have got everything like that. We've got a vegan version of everything. It, yeah, recommended it doesn't taste a the same. Oh, but you can you, you can make it taste however you want. If you you can flavor it like how if you think of all your favorite animal foods, a lot of them are just seasoned in a certain way, right? But in any case, you know that small difference in taste, whatever it is, you know that's it, it's a trivial issue compared to what's happening to these animals, which are which I'll show you. Shortly. Well, here's the thing: it also seems like a huge inconvenience to be a vegan, like. I mean, you got to go to a restaurant, have them prepare certain food a certain way, do this a certain way. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, it's just easier. If, honestly, in today's society, it's easier to be a carnivore. Yeah, here's the thing. If you, if you do anything that goes against the grain, you're ultimately going to be you, – you, I mean, you, you yourself, right? You're doing stuff that – you're on a show that speaks uncomfortable opinions, right? But yeah. that doesn't mean we, we shouldn't do them, right? We, it's all about saying, I'm not going to conform to the status quo. You know, if you have a belief, then it's true. Then you need to actually act on that. And um, yeah, sure, there are social pressures that try to convince people not to be vegan. But I would say it's easier than ever now to be vegan. And, you know, another thing we say as vegans is, if you think that it's hard to be vegan, imagine how hard it is for the animals that you're not. Because the animals are the true victims here. We're not the victims. Listen, I'm an animal lover. So that's why this, I know I'm giving you a screen sharing capabilities. I am an animal lover. I love my dogs. I love my pets. Mm -hmm. um, I could never imagine frying up Axel in a frying pan. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like I can't, I just can't, you know, I, and, and I know that um, 
I just, uh, I just don't know if I can give up the meat eating, you know, it's just, it's such an important, it's always been my main part of my diet has been carnivore, red meat. Um, uh, you know, I believe what, what's your view on hunting animals? What's your view on, uh, you know, hunting them for food and, 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 and things of that nature. So here's the thing, like now I'm not a welfareist. I'm a rights, I'm an abolitionist, which means I don't believe in like nicer ways of doing things. I think all form of animal murder is bad. Right. But I will like, I will admit that hunting for your own food, it's ethically preferable to buying farm animal products, but I still don't think it's ethical. What I would do is always replace the animal in that situation with a human and say, would that make it okay? And you can equalize the traits. So people saying, well, hold on, animals are different from humans. You know, a deer and a human, you can't compare the IQ or the sentience levels. But then I would just say, okay, but if you did have a group of humans that were running around like a wood and they had the sentience levels of deer, would it be out? Would it be okay to go out and shoot those humans with a bow because they're like overpopulated and so on? So that's that's one of the principles, I guess, of veganism is like, would you put yourself in that situation? It's a, the golden rule, right? Do unto others what you would have un, uh, done unto yourself. And I certainly wouldn't want to be shot with a bow and arrow or a shotgun. No, I, I can I can see that. I mean, I, I can agree with that. Um, I've given you some um, the ability to screen share, so. Feel, feel free to like share it and show videos, whatever you want to do. Hopefully it doesn't get my channel bombed. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much. I guess one of the first things I wanted to show you um, was because. Well, well let me like... ask you this. First of all, before you start sharing the screen, let's say you and I are on a deserted island, right? And we're both starving. Do you have something against me catching a fish? I mean, are you really going to be craving a tomato or are you going to create real sustenance through a fish, something I can catch? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, well, let's say we're both starving on an island. Are you going to be, what are you going to be craving? Are you going to be craving nuts and berries? I'm going to be wanting to catch a fish. I'm going to be wanting to catch a wild boar, cook it over a fire and eat it. You're not going to be, and what if you're sitting there with me? You'd rather have fruits and berries or would you want to dive into what I just killed? <laughs> So the whole desert island scenario, right? I don't think it's one of these hypotheticals that that is actually worth entertaining. It simply isn't good. There's no, there's never going to be a scenario when Nino and you never know with the way the world's going. We could <laughs> well, be, we may be hunting humans soon. Well, okay, but I mean, in, in our, you know, in our situation now, right? We have the ability to go into a supermarket, right, and we can choose whatever we want for dinner. We can either choose the cruelty-free option or we can choose the violent option, right? There are people in the world who are hunting animals and stuff for survival, whatever it is. There, there, there are these desert island situations that happen throughout the world. I can't change the actions of those people. There's nothing I can do while being on your show to change that. However, your audience now, living in a predominantly Western world who are watching this, we have the choice three times a day to go out and say, I will take this option instead for my dinner. I'm not going to fund the throat slitting, the gassing, the neck breaking, and all these horrific abuses that happen in these industries. And I say they're abuses because I think it's crazy. It's beyond crazy that we consider like punching a cow an act of animal abuse we say oh that's a that farm's abusive that guy he just punched a cow but then we shoot them in the head with a bolt gun and stick a knife in their throat and we call that humane so this is one of the biggest oxymorons there's ever been in the english language humane slaughter put those two words together it doesn't make sense you can't how do you, 
go ahead no finish yeah you know you can't take someone's life humanely and note how i use the word someone there rather than something because another point i want to get across today is animals are sentient beings they're not objects i agree with that um what's your thoughts on dairy well i'll tell you what i can show you some footage uh in a second because i've got it up on my youtube um of what happens in the dairy industry so a lot of people and this is why i'm a vegan and not a vegetarian a lot of people think that by buying dairy products they're avoiding the cruelty and the violence it's far from the truth buying a glass of milk is the same as buying a steak so calves are separated from their mothers at birth males will be killed uh, females will meet the same fate as their mothers so they will be a, essentially a, a milk slave for their whole life being repeatedly raped with metal objects. So the farmer will stick an object into them to, to impregnate them. Sometimes that will pierce their womb. Um, she goes through that every single year of her life just so she can lactate and give birth over and over again. So it's a violation of her reproductive system. And then she'll be sent off to the slaughterhouse to be made into, into someone's steak. And I'll, I, I can show you actually just a non-graphic video just now actually of just how horrific the dairy industry is, just what an abusive industry that it is. And this will be on your, you know, one of these small local farms that people talk about with the picturesque surroundings and stuff. But I can show you actually that it's not the nice story that the dairy industry wants to propagate to you. Okay. Go ahead. Sure. Um, right. I'll just share the screen now. Uh, just to one. Just going to double check the sound is on. Uh, yeah, that's there. Let me go for this. Okay. Il n'a que quelques heures et sa vie commence par un déchet. You hear that? Yeah. Yes. À peine mis au monde, il est aussitôt arraché à sa mère. économique, il ne profitera pas du lait maternel, ne serait-ce qu'un seul jour. Sa mère est programmée pour produire du lait, pas pour nourrir des veaux, pas même le sien. You see the fear? Yeah, 100%. Now watch what his mother does. His mother's obviously confused. So that's her baby being taken away. And now he's going to be put into a veal crate. Connaîtra le destin de sa mère, une vie de vache à lait pendant cinq ou six ans, avant de finir en steak haché. Si c'est un mal, sa durée de vie n'excédera pas quelques mois. There he goes with all the others, and that's what they do. Um, that's the dairy industry. That's how it works on these these farms that people talk about they say oh don't worry i source my dairy from a local farm where the animals are treated kindly and blah 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 this is that farm that you're seeing so i'm trying to show everyone that there's no nice way of doing this and that animals mm. aren't our slaves and we don't have the right to their bodies and i, I can see 
from you watching this footage, Nino, that you do care about animals and that this affected you watching that. And th- this wasn't even a graphic video. No, I'm not. I'm, you know. No, it did. Bo- it did bother me. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, and I can also show people what happens even in the free range egg industry, if you want, because your audience, I'm sure, will also say, well, what about if I buy free range eggs? Farming works via the same business model. With it's almost it's almost best to not even know what goes on, for me, you know. But I'm but I'm open to this. So go ahead. Yeah. So it's that the ignorance is bliss thing, right? Yeah, we, yeah. So I, I want to give you today, Nino, the red pill, right? I want to yeah. show you the uncomfortable truth of what's happening. And I know it's difficult to watch, and that you care about this stuff. But that's why I want to show you. Um, I'll show you now what happens in the free range egg industry. So again. Farming works via the same business model with eggs and dairy. Males are no use because they don't lay eggs. They don't produce milk. So what's going to happen to them? Now, this is a graphic video, but I'm only going to show you a short clip. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. So when we buy eggs, including their free-range, organic, whatever the, the bullshit label is that they put on the product those birds will be sourced from what's called a hatchery where males and female chicks are sorted so female chicks will be sent off to the egg farms and eventually slaughtered after they've laid a profitable amount of eggs this is what happens to male chicks at a hatchery so they go along a component belt these are the males they're masquerading yeah yeah so they get shredded alive that you're talking probably billions of chicks today worldwide um and that's just because they don't lay that's just because they're males they're treated as waste products so that's what we call those animals in that industry waste products we just throw them away like they're a piece of trash that like their lives have no meaning whatsoever and people don't people can't even fathom the scale of what's happening now to animals. If you added up the body counts from all of the human oppressions in history, it wouldn't even come anywhere near close to the amount of animals even murdered in a single week, maybe not even a single day, actually. So 2.7 trillion animals are massacred per year in these industries. Most of that is marine animals. So the, the leading cause of death would actually be open air suffocation for fish because that's how many are pulled up onto these decks in the massive nets. And this is yeah, but why... Then you get people that say Jesus Christ was a fisherman. Yeah. Now I, mean, here, here... I mean, you're going to tell me like not to even eat fish? I am going to say that eating fish is immoral as well because fish are sentient beings. I know that when we look at fish, 
um, that we don't identify them as much as now. I could see you are visibly affected when you just watch that footage there in the dairy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not affected when I catch a fish, though. Yeah. Now that's the the reason for that is because we're land animals, right? And biologically, we're more hardwired to care about beings that resemble us in a certain way. Like fish, they can't scream. Um, they're you know they're slimy. They're not furry. They look very different from us. But they're sentient. They're sentient, intelligent beings, and they swim to avoid predators. They want to live. And when they suffocate on the deck of a ship, which is the, how the vast majority, majority are killed, that would feel like someone to you pushing your head underwater, you know? Um, no, and- I, I understand that. But I mean, I, I think, you know, let's just go back to that like evolution you know like millions of years back i mean i i believe human beings were carnivores we grew up eating not just nuts and berries things like that but hunting for our for our food our shelter yeah. we, we use them for you know the indians use buffalo for skin for shelter they used every single part of a buffalo it wasn't until the white man came that they started slaughtering them the tens and thousands you know hundreds and thousands um so it's I, I mean if you're making good use of the animal, don't you feel like they're that in that is good? That if you're making absolute good use, like if it wasn't for the buffalo, the Indians would have never survived. So here's the thing: I don't think we can use what's been done in the past that worked out or was a survival to justify what we do now. So a lot of people say to me, you know, but George, um, if it weren't for eating animals, the human race wouldn't be here today, and blah blah blah. Now, a simple comeback to that is if we didn't, you know, if the Allied forces didn't bomb Germany in the 40s, then maybe we'd be living under fascism now. But that doesn't give us the excuse to go and bomb Germany now. Basically, you know, it's not relevant now to our situation. We're not in a survival situation, unlike our ancestors. We're in a supermarket situation. You and I, as soon as we walk out of our front door, you know. Times have changed most definitely. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, they've changed so much. And um, oh, just on back on the numbers of animals that are massacred worldwide, David, right? People get upset when vegans call this the animal holocaust. Now, I want to just describe what the word holocaust means in the dictionary. It means slaughter or destruction on a mass scale. What on earth more adequately describes a holocaust, slaughter or destruction on a mass scale, than what is happening to non-human animals as a result of the human race believing that we're superior, believing that they're the inferior beings. And what we do to these animals in these industries, it's beyond people's worst nightmares. And there's even gas chambers and concentration camp trucks that these animals are taken to be murdered in. I can even show you some footage now from the pork industry, if you want, of of what happens in a gas chamber slaughterhouse. Can I show you that? Yeah, mine as well, yeah. Yeah. So this one is this one's a hard watch again. It's quite. Yes, I need to put a warning on here for my audience. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, um, so, so this one is graphic. Um, you don't see any blood in it, but this is what a gas chamber slaughterhouse looks like. OK, so this is where and gas chambers is, is completely common in Western countries. Now, are you sure I can show all this on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. If you look at my own channel, Carnism Debunk, there's I mean, no, but I won't get a copyright strike or anything like that. Oh, no, I, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, like, I'm always showing, like, people's, like, other YouTube vids and stuff on, on my videos and that kind of stuff. So, okay. yeah, 
I will show you, this is from, from my Instagram. So I'm just gonna show you this now. So this is a gas chamber slaughterhouse standard in Western countries. Uh, I might have to refresh that page. C'est de la torture. Now, how haunting are those screams? Mm. I mean, I don't think anyone watching that could be failed to be moved by what they've just seen, by what they've just listened to. And this is what pigs are put through. Highly intelligent animals, pigs are put through on a daily basis in these industries, just because people want a slice of pepperoni on the pizza or they want a bacon sandwich on a Sunday morning. This is the absolute hell that these sentient, intelligent, loving animals are put through for our taste pleasure when we have the alternatives. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that wasn't disturbing. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's why David, I appreciate you so much for having me on to actually show this because most people would rather hide from the truth. Most people would rather say no, sorry George, I'm not going to have you on my show and I'm just going to want to live in my own comfortable bubble and my audience to just carry on what they're doing. But you've actually today said, I'm going to have someone on today. Who's going to challenge my views, whether you change or not, you know, you've had yeah. someone on today. Who's, who's if it doesn't change me. Hopefully it changes somebody in the audience, but I'm going to tell you what, yeah, I have to really think about this because this is very disturbing. It's extremely yeah. disturbing. I'm not going to lie to you about that. Yeah, hundred percent. And you I know, don't those, like seeing this, man. Absolutely, I can tell that you're very much affected by what you've just seen. These are standard practice in these industries, and these animals, Nino, they're no different from your beloved dogs. We've been conditioned to see different animals as having different moral value. Oh, be nice to the dog, stroke the dog, but pig, yeah, that's for bacon. We can just put them into a gas chamber or stab them in the throat. You know, and the, the truth is there's no moral difference between the two species. Neither want to die, neither want to suffer, and most even form complex loving bonds with humans, just like your dog would. If you had a, a pig in, under your care, David, they, they would have a loving bond with you just like your dogs do. How long have, uh, have you been vegan? Uh, nine years now. Nine years. So, yeah, I, I, I changed very shortly after watching that speech. Um, so I, I, I went vegan on in January 2013 and it's the best decision I've ever made. Um, I, I, while it is, it's bittersweet, it's a bitter pill to swallow knowing what happens to animals in this world, just knowing the horrific stuff that they're enduring right now as we speak by their billion. But at the same time, I sleep at night knowing that I'm not complicit in this anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What kind of health benefits have you uh, seen from going vegan? So one of the main things I noticed when I first went vegan, actually, um, was that I no longer needed an inhaler to play sport. Um, so most people in the world are actually lactose intolerant. 
which just shows it how crazy the propaganda is from the dairy industry that, you know, they're telling us we need as adults to drink the lactation that was meant for a baby cow, which is just yeah. crazy. I love milk. Never. I drink milk every night before a little bit. Yeah. And the thing is, you've never, ne- you don't need it. The only milk you ever needed was the milk from your own mother. Yeah, but it's that, cheap. That, <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah. I guess I could try to switch to almond milk. Yeah, so there's all the different plant milks, and and you can use them for different purposes. Um, so I I I'm British, right? I drink a lot of tea, and I like oat milk in my tea. <laughs> so uh, it, there's yeah, there's a plant milk out there for everyone. Um, so so what? I mean, I just now I you know among most athletes, you know, I've heard of a lot of football players, basketball players, like they're now going vegan. Mm. You know, and these are big, strong guys. Um, I've always felt that I get my energy, my strength from meat. Is that a misconception? I would say it is. Yeah, I know you were a heavyweight boxer, a successful heavyweight boxer back in the day, David. But here's the thing. Um, We can get all the protein we need from plants. So if you if you actually look at the protein intake in Western countries, vegans, this is non-athlete vegans. This is just like vegans like me. Um, vegans get more than double the amount of, of the RDA for protein every single day. It's easy enough for athletes to do this. If you watch the documentary Game Changers on Netflix, they, they will talk all about this and it will show you a whole array of plant-based athletes who are, who are avoiding animal products and are performing at the top of their game. As for energy, um, human, the primary source of energy for the human body is actually carbohydrates. Humans are built to run on carbs. This is our primary source of fuel for the human body. Yet we have this carbophobia, right? We're taught that carbs are bad. People are miscon. Uh, that's a misconception, right? People are. Well, they're taught that carbs turn into fat. Yeah. So here's the, here's the thing that that stuff like white rice and white pasta and sugar and refined drinks and you know, those cereal, you know, Lucky Charms cereals and this kind of stuff. Yeah, this is refined carb crap that, ju- right. that is just going to make you fat, right? Uh, but complex carbs, and um, th- this is what we're built to run on. Th- this is our fuel. So um, your plant foods and your things like you know oatmeal and stuff in the morning, and your brown rice and starchy stuff. Um, this is a great source of energy for the human body. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna completely give it all up. But you have brought some very strong points to me, and I'm willing to start cutting things out, and I can start like that. Um, I'm willing to look this, this, this is very disturbing. What you just showed me, I'm not going to lie and very convincing, very convincing. And I'm not going to be like the Bible beater, like the Jehovah's witness that show up to people's doors. Hey, you know, God, 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 I'm not going to be like that with, you know, I don't do that to people that because I eat meat, I don't tell them you should eat meat, you should eat meat, but I'm not going to, I don't feel anybody should tell anybody how they, how they should live their life or eat or sexual orientation or anything like that but you've brought some very disturbing facts facts let's call them facts Mm -hmm. to me and my audience and i don't i can't turn a blind eye to this so you have achieved that and now this is going to bug me i'm not going to lie to you this is going to bug me and i will start taking things out of my diet and replacing them. Um, will I ever go completely vegan? 
I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, uh, that's up for, you know, not as of right now. Um, I don't know how my audience feels, um, but this is very disturbing stuff, man. And, and that is not, I can't deny that. That is, I can't deny that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've, you've taken the red pill today, David, which is fantastic. And, you know, um, the, the important thing is I've, you've lit the match that could potentially spark a very significant change in your life. As I say, right now, you've, you've just witnessed some very shocking stuff. And I know you, you know, listen, when I go to a steakhouse or something like that, or, a, or any kind of restaurant, I'm going to think two, three, four, five times before I even order anything of red meat now, or, you know, I, I just, or even man, it's just a lot, it's a lot, dude. This is, this is a tough pill to swallow. This is not easy, especially when it has to do with my lifestyle, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. No, no. Like I remember when I first watched that speech that I told your audience about earlier. The best speech you'll ever hear on YouTube. I didn't like sitting through that speech for one minute. I, I was completely uncomfortable. I was squirming in my seat with every single thing he was saying, with the footage that he was showing. But ultimately, he was right. And here's here's the question that your audience has to has to take on. Do you want to continue living the comf you know the comfortable lie? Or the uncomfortable truth and as vegans we've chosen to live the uncomfortable truth i like that maybe i'll name the video that <laughs> the uncomfortable truth i like that yeah yeah what if my uh my audience is interested in looking further into this where can they go so um i would recommend checking out some the thing is that there's plenty of good vegan documentaries and stuff they they can look at they can go on my channel with their stuff about vegan on my, veganism on my channel obviously carnism debunked there's my website carnismdebunked.com that tackles all the anti-vegan arguments and talks about what happens in all of these industries and everything it's a very good site if you if you want to if anyone's interested in going vegan but you know check out some of the documentaries on things like netflix check out something like seaspiracy um, which it talks about what we're doing to sea animals in, in the fishing industries and stuff. Check out, you know, the, the Game Changers documentary if they're still not con convinced um, about the athlete stuff. Check out What the Health is a documentary that the sort of truther side will love because it, um, it talks about how big ag and big pharma sort of team up to, to um, brainwash us into eating these products and how it benefits pharma for us to do this um so there's so much good info out there and and you know i'll i'll be old school and i'll just say if anyone wants to see the thing that i was convinced by check it out on youtube the best speech you will ever hear by gary urofsky um that was what changed me and if it can change me you know someone who's the least vegan person in the world it can change a lot of people well, you've definitely started me on a different kind of journey. Uh, this was uncomfortable. I like to have opposing views on my channel. And I, I you know, if something that makes me uncomfortable means that it's something I need to look at. Um, and I can't be a truther in, unless I look at all, all angles, man, all angles. Um, that's why I want to welcome liberals on my channel. I'd like to debate with them. I want them on. And you're not a liberal, but I'm a carnivore. You're a vegan. And there's, there's opposing views right there. And I left myself completely open to your uh, your perspective, and 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 I'll be honest with you, you've definitely jarred me, and now I feel that there's some things I need to look at in my life. So I want to thank you for that. 
Thank you so much, David. I really um, admire how open you've been in this and that this wasn't a pleasant watch for you, the stuff that I've shown you, but no. I can tell that you care about animals and that you're going to... I care about animals stuff. more than people. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. They don't do yeah. shit. They don't do anything to anybody. They're, exactly. they're innocent souls. You know, they don't do shit to us. You know, we're... I, I, you know, I'll never forget, like when I was in high school, I went with some friends to go shoot rabbits. And it's called bunny blasting here in the Southwest, right? I shot one and I could never do it again. Yeah. I shot one and I never, I, the, 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 the guilt I felt was so bad. I never went with him again. I always pretended to shoot at him or, you know, my friends would be blowing him up here and there. And I would be like, I, I can't do this. This is not, this isn't for me, man. And I never felt such shame and guilt ever in my life. And I never did it again. And, um, I, I just, uh, I, I don't have that in, in my body to do things like that. And, and now that you showed me these videos, I need to take a hard look at my life and see if I can start changing some things. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Nino. It was, I, I feel absolutely, you know, honored to have come on to, to show your audience that, you know, such a wide audience that you have and the fact that you've been so open about it and that it's affected you, I think is just amazing. I couldn't have hoped for a better result. Thank you absolutely george thank you for coming on nino's corner.tv uh, actually i'm going to put this on fluff tube youtube that's what i call youtube um i think this will make i think this i don't think i'll get bombed for this i don't think i'll get a strike for this so um i'll put this up man so thank you george once again for joining me yeah thanks so much nino let's it's keep in touch you can take you can uh you can uh we'll, we'll keep keep in touch with these again we can uh track my progress <laughs> yeah absolutely you've got my number nino if you ever need me and um yeah absolutely. any questions you have for me just shoot me a message i'm there thank you so much george for coming on and uh i'm gonna try to make some changes in my life see where that leads amazing thank you so much have a good one yeah you got it god bless you